0: Well, the volatility was nice while it lasted for those couple hours yesterday morning. By the dip, kind of right back to mid range for this entire week, week and a half. Eli Lilly, non-stop, good news out of that company, drug news, earnings news, blast into a new all-time high. We have some other news to discuss as well. CC Legator will come on at eight thirty five discuss the option markets so a low vol and i have a suggestion for amd and uh, i'll make that when the show starts which is right now All right, everyone fired up this morning. We're up eight and a half handles, 41.45 and a quarter. Really no relevant numbers to talk about. Uh, You have the buck. It got over 102 yesterday, now down 39.5 cents at 103.33. The bonds, a little bit of a rally here ahead of the big Fed meeting today. Crude, under 70 bucks. Where are all the people that were picking on me about crude when I was talking about it at 80 bucks? Please, please stand up and show your hand. Uh, gold up a buck thirty at twenty twenty four sixty. Silver in the red, going the opposite way, down a nickel at twenty five fifty six. And Bitcoin, that's down two hundred dollars at twenty eight thousand six hundred and fifty. Let's bring in Triple D. I know you almost had uh, a good one in the after hours action, but um, do you want to hear my suggestion for advanced micro devices?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, please.
0: Okay, so I think that they should change the name of the company and the symbol. Mmm. And what should they change it to? Nvidia? It, it should, uh no. Aimd.
2: Ooh, that's not a bad idea. You get that AI in there. Yes. But is that trade over now?
0: Did
1: it I don't over? know. They have I don't did that know. like a month ago. I don't know if it's really over though. That's the, that's the thing off. I'll say. It's cooled off. It's
2: cooled off substantially. Where is AI? Uh, i leak in joel like, yeah ooh, yeah This poor yeah. ai trade cool out substantially I, I took a flyer on the palantir it went good for about two days and then <laughs> we started to sell everything there i got yeah. stopped out on that puppy so yeah, no it's one of those this is where
0: this is the market environment that we're in
2: this all is right
0: it. All right. So what regional banks? I mean, I kind of feel bad yesterday. Triple D, you got me all fired up on the pre-pre-market show. I picked on Jamie Dimon, and holy he deserved mackerel. You deserve to be come. picked on,
2: and we were absolutely correct. Yep. There's some shows we're right. There's some shows we're wrong. And yesterday, we were absolutely right. That's what You're I said for sure. are absolutely hitting and out of the park yesterday <laughs> on this chat, that, on the talk that this is not over. This regional bank yeah. talk was not over. A lot of those banks were hardly down. The pre-market key bank opened down two cents, yep. and then she fell two bucks, or at least a buck. It was down ten percent at one time. I mean, all these banks, PACW leading the charge, getting all the headlines. But oh, um, MCB, I mean. You know, there was just a – every regional bank was down significantly. Some were down 20%. Some were down 10%. The KRE, I think, was down 6%. So, and that encompasses all of them, obviously. Just a mess, man. Not over – It's not over. It's not Not over. over. They're
1: getting a little bounce this morning in the pre-market. You know, Will this bounce hold, or are you still seeing more leaking in in the Uh, region? I think
2: think we're going to have a number of them go to zero. So I had predicted successfully that FRC would go to zero. That is the case. I'm going to predict here again that there will be more of these banks going to zero. Shareholders Mm -hmm. and bondholders going to be wiped out. That is my prediction. I have no crystal ball. I have no inside information. It is just what the stock charts are telling me here so it's difficult here you know you analyze stocks and you see S P still near up near the highs yeah. well who cares about the banks yeah. well they started to care yesterday because we sold off about 40 50 points now we start bouncing they start forgetting about it you got microsoft trading higher you got you know your apples and oh yeah we're good who cares market can rally without the banks market can rally without the banks but not when they're failing So I'm still of this opinion. I was raising more cash yesterday. I'm raising cash into bounces. Yeah, I know. I'm like 55%. I was bringing it back up. I sold my Disney. I sold, you know, anything I'd bought recently. I'm just like, it's not the environment to just be a hero here and try to like, oh, yeah, we're going to the next bull market. And maybe wrong. But I just think there's so many things, man. And this market, you know, misses obvious trades. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a very dumb market. So, I mean, you can say, oh, yeah, the market's right. You're wrong. And, and definitely been the case for the last few weeks. That doesn't mean you're going to end up being wrong. So I'm just I see these banks failing. I can't just go and
1: blindly just go all in
2: investing right now.
1: I think it's a mistake. One thing that I definitely caught yesterday was not only the regional banks taking a hit, but also the major banks, right? Bank of America straight down out the open. Uh, Goldman Sachs straight down at the open. Um, that's why i was talking about maybe looking at it like an faz type of play that was a really nice play yesterday if you guys played that on the day trade action of course that's the leverage play that's the bear three times uh, from direction but gonna keep watch bank of america's low is right there that's an important low and if it breaks through that kind of 27 area where are we gonna go you know and that's where i really am focusing on now because regional banks concern i think is something there's a whole nother ball game if we start getting concern from some of these major banks. Oh. Yeah, well, and it's a- also
2: a concern if we have earnings coming in and you know they haven't really taken it that much in stride which we'll get to AMD here in a second. <clears throat> I mean, we're priced for perfection on a lot of stocks here. So, I just I just add it all up and it's like is this the market to be all in on? I mean, we got Gil Morales who's been, you know, a fantastic technical, you know, analyst for a long long time. And he's looking, I was reading his tweets yesterday, and he's, like, not bullish whatsoever. He's like, the people who are bullish are not looking at individual stock charts because the the, the great majority of individual stock charts look more like the IWM. So, I mean, we can say, yeah, it's not seven stocks. JC Pratt's making a fantastic point. There's 800 stocks up more than 10% um, on the NYSE. So, there's definitely more than that. The problem is there's, six, there's 2,400 stocks on the NYSE. So the other 1,600 aren't doing that great. So, I mean, it's not been this rah-rah, everything is ripping. There's always something going up. Eli Lilly, monster oh, stock. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We'll Let's get to that. And, that. You know, if you want uh. to stop and talk that one for a second here, maybe in more detail here, oh. because Eli Lilly is the good news story of this market. Bad news for me and money Mitch, because we liked it back at 320 and we never bought it, <laughs> but good news for the people who were smart enough to listen to us, and actually go out and buy. We're just not smart enough to listen to ourselves. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and, I mean, it's just how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you're thinking about the story, the long-term story, right? And the long-term story can sometimes be hard to get the timing correct. In this situation, we didn't get the timing correct, and you can see the taking off. Uh, Of course, uh, today, according to clinical trial data, uh, Eli Lilly patients who received Donovanab demonstrated 35% slower decline in memory thinking and their abilities to perform daily activities. Uh, Lilly plans to apply for the FDA approval as soon as this quarter. One thing though to mention here is not everything is perfect with this treatment, right? Um, There was three participants in the trial that died from the side effects. Uh, The side effects could increase uh, brain swelling and bleeding, Um, Some had fatal cases. The FDA did reject the request in January and asked the company to provide more data on the patients who received the antibody for at least 12 months. So we're going to see how the, the actual application goes in and when will this happen. They said as soon as this quarter. Now we'll be on the wait. Market um, reads what they want to read, and they, they they're reading the good parts of it,
0: right? Yes. With, uh, with the it, efficacy, it and, is,
2: and that's yeah. the kind of market we're in. When the stock is hot, they will find more reasons to continue to buy the stock. There is, for momentum players, they can always find the momentum stocks, and this is one right now been hot. Is this upside capitulation? Maybe I'm not chasing it. From you know, I just ran a hundred bucks here. The buy was March. The buy for the Eli Lilly was March. So now you're up a hundred bucks if you bought it back in mid March. I think it probably ringing the register, but uh, if you're in it for a trade, but this story is just going to continue to be there. You have the Alzheimer's, you got the weight loss drug, which is probably the better drug. You just got this company firing all cylinders. Again, the PE is scary, but. You know, NVIDIA's P is scary too, and the thing continues to go higher. So strong gets stronger if they're really strong, and that's been the case with the Lilo.
0: 44284 it hit uh earlier this morning. Now you've leaked fourteen bucks off that. I think I'll go out on a limb and say this pre-market high is probably going to hold up for the session. So if you're looking to sell uh, right now, I mean, we'll see if we can even open over 4.30. The high the last bracket was uh, 34.70, or excuse me, 31.75, currently a 4.28.01. So, I mean, I think the only way, if you want to sell today, and I'm not saying that, you know, that's what you should do, is be scaling up and the higher, you know, the higher the price goes, uh, the more size, uh, the top of yesterday's range might not be seeing that for a long time for 1154. Uh, also when you look at this, it's bad news for Biogen, right? Biogen. Oh, yep. well, Oh, it was down a lot more though. Woo,
2: yeah, look at that back. bounce. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Yep. Look at Biogen. They hit this down and just the craziness of, you know, when people start panicking, oh. it has to 285. They didn't even say anything. I mean, oh my goodness, the lily drug, it's good. <laughs> sell, Biogen, sell, sell, sell. What are people like, is this what we've come to? Is there's that much stupidity in this market? I wish I would have been awake. What time was that? I wish I would have been awake then.
0: Uh, it was at, you should have been up. It was uh, at the 6.45 bracket.
2: Was it 6.45? Was it that? I got to my, yeah, God, my desk at 6.50. i just missed it then you're late i I always get in before seven i like being in there before seven you have other exchanges opening at seven i like to be in before seven o'clock but six fifty i I always got up at four but i just can't do it anymore the two kids the hockey games are late at night this just does me (laughs) in here so (laughs) anyways hockey games costing me here but holy cow like just (laughs) like i mean this is a stock biogen that has been rip roaring higher and i'm long biogen full disclosure. This stock has been rip-roaring higher for the last four days. It gives it all back just like that. They didn't even say anything, and now it comes all the way back. Congratulations to the 285, 286, 287 buyers this morning. 286, 287 sellers, don't panic like that. Learn from this. You know, like, because one thing is in this market is moves do have reversals quite often. And when you got a sympathy move, knocking something down, 25 bucks, they knocked it down 8%. They were knocking this down. More mm-hmm. than they were buying
0: Lily up. How does that make any sense? Because there the only could be is, one. That doesn't
2: make any sense at all. there
0: could only be one. Uh, one Alzheimer's drug, Dennis. Don't you know that there oh, yes. can only, only be one drug of yeah. everything? There could yeah. only, be only one. one. Only one. one.
2: There was only one vaccine.
0: There could only be one of everything. <laughs> yes. Yep. There's only you know one you know one kind oh, of she's... aspirin, but oh Dennis, you <laughs> even kind be... of
1: aspirin. Yes.
0: Yeah. Aspirin. One aspirin. ring to
1: lead them all.
0: And yeah. you know what you're even going to be kicking <laughs> yourself in the butt harder when oh, no. you uh when you look at your low from April 27th at Kiss 280 28555. You could have money. You could have had all you wanted there. You could have had an iceberg out there at 285 and they just get done. Oh, and then they try to wake through up you. earlier, stop watching, watching late hockey you? games. <laughs> That's what you would have done. You would have went eighty five and a half bid, and then they would have been offering it lower on other exchanges, and you wouldn't move. You would just be there, and you'd be getting hit, and they think they'd have an arbitrage opportunity. But there you go.
1: Uh, but anyways, what, what a back- steal!
2: That was the steal of the week. The biogen sell off. The steal of the week down there.
1: Yep. And uh Lily could be the maybe one of the trades of the year, right? I mean, and, definitely and doesn't we look too bad. A, A, A,
0: ADP ADP at eight fourteen, eight fifteen, eighty. The alert, it's alert, it's alert. A D
2: P. Oh gosh, go wild, alert, ADP, ADP, ADP. ADP. Oh, gosh are we sad. worried about cancel jobs numbers? No, oh, I don't know. Too late,
1: I hit the cancel button. I don't. I don't think jobs I mean, numbers affect that much anymore.
0: But oh,
2: I hit cancel already. So well, oh, you know why?
0: Because we're not going to have that data anymore. Because we're going to have artificial intelligence taking everyone's jobs. So it, exactly. well,
2: that's what IBM says. Yes, it's true. Yeah. IBM has said and come out that AI is going to take everybody's jobs and they're not hiring any more people because AI is going to take everybody's
1: jobs. Well,
2: watch out. So so, so we're, you know, eventually there'll be AI talking this show here right now. There won't be Joel, you there won't, won't be Money us. Mitch, there won't be Dennis. It will be a bot we'll just us. talking and analyzing stocks and you'll listen to the bot and it'll be all exciting. The bots will have personality. The bots will have everything that you need. The bots will have all the correct information. The bots will only make good trades. They won't make any bad trades. So it'll be right 100% of the time, the bots. And if you believe that, I've got some uh, ice to you here.
0: And and, right, they'll, right. and they'll they'll uh, they'll tolerate the chat a lot better than we do. They'll be well boring. here. You oh, here yes, you
2: guys have all, it. Only oh, they will only get love from the chat. There will be no haters in the chat because they will all love the bots.
1: Well, here I you I shouldn't have went
2: why joyous. ADP non. I didn't do it.
0: It was some change. other guy in the chat said it. Some guy. 296, guy. I said, man, Don't blame me. He's Everything's my fault. Now, I got to put all those back in. Boys, there. You know boys, boys. Them? Not everything's my fault. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Go ahead, bitch. What's the number? Non farm employment
1: change 296,000 versus 148,000 estimate. And as you guys can see, not much movement off of that. It's just all based on the Fed today, right? I mean, everyone's going to be watching what happens today. Of course, the uh, Fed tool is saying that 86.1% chance of a 25 basis point. Mm-hmm. Uh, raised today. What do you guys think? Is a pause not on the table after the banking? No, concerns no, coming no, back? no, no,
0: no, no, he's gonna be all stone face again, saying we're going up a quarter, it's what we need to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, taking inflation not gonna tip we're, his yeah. hand
3: and
2: think like he doesn't want you to think he's scared about the regional banking situation. That'd you be the what? worst thing they do. They're like. Well, you know, these banks here, we just don't know. This is unknown. We get too many banks failing, so we better not raise rates today. The market's going way down if he says that. Oh, crap. So we'll, I'll no be watching. Choice. He can't start the panic. That would start yeah. the panic. That's yeah. what he's thinking. He's thinking that. he'd like, I'd love not to raise rates tomorrow, but if I do that, I'm tipping my hand that I'm really worried about the regional banking situation. So it's got to go the quarter. I mean, they're going to monitor the banking situation, but they're going to act like nothing is wrong when a lot of things are very wrong. And what they should be doing is stop raising rates. They should be stopping. That's what they should be doing, but that's not what they are going to be doing.
1: All right. Let's pivot us. Uh, We'll keep it going here. Let's go to advanced micro devices as they reported earnings. Q1 EPS 60 cents beat the 56 cent estimate. Sales of 5.35 billion beat the 5.30 billion estimate. Uh, AMD CEO said that chip makers still dealing with mixed sales markets for the second quarter. We expect growth in our data center and client segments offset by modest declines in gaming and embedded segments. AMD does see double digit data center growth in the second half of 23, but like we just mentioned, that's going to be offset with the declines in gaming.
2: Lisa Sue is coming on CNBC at 915. Kramer mm. loves Lisa Sue. He will try to get her to talk AI. So just keep that in mind. If you're trading the stock, it is going to move at 9:15 Eastern when Lisa Sue is on CNBC. So keep that in mind. Um, with that being said, stock. Was really chop off the initial number. They sold it off, then they bounced it. And props to my one buddy at Bray Trading who called this. He's like, "This is the shakeout." He's like, "They always do this. They take it down, and then they buy it back up. They take it to green." He's like, "Watch this thing's gonna go back red," and absolutely correct. It did. So it went up. So it literally went down like 87 up to almost 92. And then they just tanked it and they kept tanking and it kept bringing it down and obviously it's down seven percent here now. So I I don't know what to say. I think I'd be a buyer somewhere on AMD, but I think you gotta wait for you know wait for the dust hmm. to settle on this. Let's see what Lisa Seuss says at nine fifteen.
0: All right, uh, boy oh boy, this is one of your tougher calls here because you got a pre-market low at 8264 and you don't have anything on the dailies there. Absolutely nothing right there. Then your next daily low to contend with is 78.52. But I think if you're holding, on, I don't know if you're holding out for that. That's down another four or five bucks. Not sure what the straddle was pricing on this one, but uh, whoever took a poke in the after hours, whoever took a a shot shorting this since uh, uh, you know the end of April, they're saying, hey, 83 seems like a pretty good price to me. So as I said, pre-market low 82.56. And then the bottom of yester- yesterday's range is if you're looking for a gap fill, uh, that's way up at 88.12. But I don't know. just a, I'm not one of them, but there's someone here that has an appetite at 82.5 to 83
1: in AMD. Of course, I'm just thinking, will this report kind of turn around NVIDIA? What do you guys think about that? Just uh, overall it's outlook for It's hardly down. Or... Look at the resilience yep. here. It's We're
2: unbelievable. Down. AMD loses seven percent. is down 05 percent.
1: That's why I'm looking the, at it. <laughs>
2: the resilience here—it already sold off, and they've bounced it already. Money, which yeah. is the problem. It went down to 277 that's the last night. They part. won't stop buying the stock. And mm-hmm. you know what? Everybody that's like bearish, the dang thing, like you know, and I'm, I'm, I can't buy it at 60 times earnings. Nobody else can. That's why it keeps going higher here. So it's going to take the story to cool off. The Nvidia story has not cooled off. That is the one stock that everybody believes is going to drive everything in the future. And you know what? They might be right. I just didn't want to pay sixty times for it. We should have been paying thirty times back, you know, earlier this year. And that's what it got down to early January when it got mm-hmm. down there. I mean, buy good companies at reasonable valuations. Nvidia finally got a little bit reasonable. We, we didn't. I, at least I didn't buy it. I wish I would have.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that pre market low it dipped it dipped pretty good and it was quick it was uh two seventy seven thirty three is where it got to and if you were focusing on uh you know your daily lows again you would have gotten done at seventy seven eighty taking a little bit of heat uh now back up it has not recovered unchanged yet um that comes in at two eighty two ten so look at that if you're looking for some minor resistance and did trade over 290 on Monday, uh, but uh, I think you got some would perch sellers if really goes into rally mode. 289.10 is the uh, recent closing high for the move, and that's about seventy cents above your high from yesterday. But man, once that thing cleared 280, boom. There was nothing in there. Had four or five highs at that area. That was on Monday that it did it. Uh, so AMD, look at those monthly candles here. How far from all-time high? All-time high, three forty-six, forty-seven. So what? Are, what are the great ones coming back? Has been uh, AMD. Or not AMD, Nvidia.
2: Yeah, Mark. NVIDIA's just been unbelievable. So I saw I, I do think I would be buying the AMD dip at some point in time. I think I like the seventy six to eighty area. We've played That's NVIDIA true. a couple of times. I loved it at sixty. I had it a couple of times down there at sixty, but again I let things go too soon. Um I think you get down the mid seventies, but you know, let's say over oh, this regional bank thing. You know, you know exactly. Works out here too That's why I think it's the
1: most important thing.
2: It it is, and you can say, "Well, AMD has nothing to do with that." Well, you know what? That's not true. Because when banks start failing, people are all hiding. You saw what happened. You know, when it really started to get ugly yesterday, and people mm-hmm. were getting nervous, they actually started selling Microsoft. Microsoft ended up going red too. So <gasps> don't kid yourself. You're not just safe. It isn't like if we don't have banks that Microsoft does better. It's like yeah. this is what the algos want you to believe but it's not the case. So I think you've just gotta be careful, just hiding, blindly hiding in tech. Well, we hey. see more bank
1: runs, right? I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm taking out my money from Ally already. Um, I just don't trust it anymore. Are and you? I'm going to JP. I, I have a Chase account, so I'm just gonna move it to Chase. Um, I, so I, I, and you're gonna see this that's happen. Just, I, mean, I just have, have to problem. do it almost. Yeah, I almost have to We could say
2: it. the deposits are safe, but you know, when you read the fine print, you know, and this is this is the truth. When you read the fine print, you're only insured up to a certain amount in these accounts. Now, again, the FDIC has stepped in on the three banks that have failed here, the major three that have failed, and they're saying the depositors are are safe as a whole, like the mm-hmm. all of it. But I mean, if you had like let's just say a scenario analysis, you have another 10, 20 banks failing, can the FDIC continue to do that? Where's that money coming from? Where's that money coming from? So, I mean, maybe <laughs> they do it. Maybe they just keep printing more money and then inflation goes crazy and everybody yeah. just goes, you know, and it's all okay. But I'm just, you know, I, I don't think, I think being diversified, if you got like a lot of money, being diversified Straight and out, having yeah. a few different banks is prudent. It was always prudent. It's even more prudent
3: right now. Hey, for right. your
0: Microsoft, before you go on, just for yeah. Microsoft traders, investors out there. 309, man, oh man, keep an eye on that area. You know, I love the triple tops area. <laughs> you got a seller out there at 309, the last three highs 308.60 to 309.18. High closing the move 307.26. You're trading above that. Maybe, I mean, I'm not trying to call top here. We know that doesn't do any good, but man, three highs in the same area. Microsoft, you had a similar formation with four highs in this area Uh, back in February, a little bit of a sell-off. Same thing here, but we ended up breaking through it, blasted. I don't know. I'm just, if you have profit targets in these things, which uh, doesn't really, doesn't seem the need in some of these stocks, but please keep an eye on the 309 area in Mr. Softy.
1: All right, let's go to Ford Motors here. Q1 EPS at 63 cents, beat the 41 cent estimate. Sales of 41.5 billion, beat the 36.03 billion estimate. They do see fiscal year 23 adjusted uh, capital spending at 8 billion to 9 billion, and EBITDA at 9 billion to 11 billion. Um, One thing that I did note that I thought was interesting was the Model E vehicle is now. Uh, expected to become EBITDA margin positive by the end of 24. Now, they do say that they're expecting some second half of the year uh, pricing pressures. So definitely focus on that as we continue forward. Of course, we've seen how Tesla has been trying to battle with the pricing issues. And now Ford mentioning it also. This is not an area where I want to be. And I think Ford goes below 10.
2: Uh. You just don't like the response. Like, these earnings were fine, too. The GM earnings were fine as well. The GM reports a pretty good quarter, and they just knock it down. I mean, the tea leaves are just telling us so many different things in this rah-rah narrative bull market. I mean, GM's sitting down here at the lows. Ford's sitting down here at the lows. I, like, we can say it's only seven stocks, but, you know, it's just that's been the case. I mean, there's so many big companies, good companies that aren't 7% of the S&P not doing very well right now. But but again, the fundamentals were okay here. UAL earnings were good. They don't buy it. Why are they not? If we're in such a raw raw bull market, why are they not buying stocks on good news?
0: Lilly, they buy on good news, but Lily's defensive. is a defensive stock. I wish I could draw um, a triangle on this one. I've lost my uh, drawing capabilities. But if you go down to this uh, this bottom right chart here, Man, you got a like you got a triangle going on here. Look at this coming off the lows; it ain't I love perfect. Love it, love it. Joel. Look at that, and then you got a like a boom, boom, boom. A try. I mean, and it's just winding up. I don't know which way it's gonna go either, fourteen or ten. But man, it's just getting tighter and tighter on the monthlies. Mm-hmm. It's in absolutely no man's land here uh, at eleven sixty nine. Let's go to the dailies. I don't know. You're right, Dennis. I mean, eleven. I call eleven fifty. Uh, support must hold support, and if they want to, make think this is a good report. Everything's fine. And Ford, they're going to take it above twelve bucks. Yesterday's high at twelve oh nine. GM, GM has good earnings, right? They were good hit. earnings. Joel. They get hit. Goldman's or was it Morgan Stanley or Goldman Sachs comes out and says something nice about it. That opens up over thirty four. Platt gives it all the way back. Um, Stellantis, I think, did they report today too? um still I mean they're just I don't know if you can't get a stock to go up on good earnings and you know where, where's where's the catalyst you know where's the catalyst to take it higher
2: and and, and people are saying oh, well, wing stop I mean the, you can always find a stock going up you know wing stop's percentage I don't is wing stop I don't even think it's in the SP. I'm pretty sure it's not
1: but there's we go always to going to be <laughs> a stock <laughs>
0: pretty
2: sure How did we it's get not. to wings
1: What's that? Oh, uh, it's just a, a stock that's up. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're there's always always a stock going up. There's yeah. Always a stock going down. Scanner, what we're right? trying to look at is like what's happening
2: overall here. Mm-hmm. I think IWM paints a very good picture. People say it's only small caps going down. Is GM a small cap? Mm-hmm. Is Ford Motor a small cap? Is that where we're at now? Those are small cap stocks. I mean, there's a lot of stocks, you know. And look at the oils here too. You you see U.S. Steel? Yeah. Is this telling you? that we're in this you know rah rah expansion there's one of two things gonna happen because if we're going into this next bull market ual gm us steel these stocks are all just complete steals down here then pun intended they are steals down here if we're going to you know new all-time highs and then huge expansion is coming or the other alternative is is that we're being held up by a few names and There's a lot of other things under the hood that don't look that great. I mean, look at Deer Joel. We talked Mm -hmm. about Deer. It's 60 points off the high now. The PE on Deer is like 10. If we were really going into this full-on expansion, Deer at 383 is a hell of a buy. And maybe that's what we should be doing. Maybe we should be going. But you know what? When you go and buy these things, a week later you regret them because they go lower. That ALB, which I've bought, its PE is like nine. Well, lithium and lithium, I have the LTHM, which we could go over there. Lithium's been doing, you know, um, actually the fundamentals have been fine, doing pretty good. ALB, I believe, reports tonight they'll probably report fine earnings. Were they going to rally it on it though? <laughs> they haven't before. Last time they reported good earnings, it gapped up and gave it right back. So it's just a market that's telling you something else is going on.
0: How are the, have you ever had the wings at WingStop? mitch
1: Dennis, i can tell you at least in the office stuff. the office always has them so uh, really yeah if you want to go in joel just go in i had and them once
2: them. <laughs> i'm trying to remember though
1: <laughs> it's I, all right i mean it's nothing special they weren't Let's like memorable
2: honest. in the case like yeah, oh my gosh i've never memorable. had wings like this before you got to go to windsor ontario and you go to hurricanes that's it's the like best hooters place. bro do they go for the Dennis,
0: Don't don't you have a hurricane story with wings you ate like yeah
2: no the hurricane so my wings story and i guess we got five minutes before we get uh cc coming on here but so hurricanes i went to university of windsor and hurricanes was local wing place they have awesome wings they're meaty lots of wings to them they get the two for one wednesdays so you get two for one wings so i had my buddy who was over 300 pounds at the time and uh we go to hurricanes and he orders the 24, which means you get 48 wings and you get the fries and the veggies with it too. And I'm like, back in the day, I'm like, I can eat 48 wings. No problem. I can do it. So anyway, so I ordered the 20, I'll have the 24 too. So we get the 48 wings and it was amazing. You're eating these wings down. They're just amazing. The sauce, hurricane wings are awesome. I I eat everything. I eat the fries. I eat the wings. I eat the vegetables. And I'm like, and my other friend was with us there and uh, he only ordered the 12. So then we were walking out to the car and I'm like, to get in this car, you got to eat 48 wings. And I, <laughs> and we did, drove away. We went back and got him, but we were like, you know, you can't eat them. Anyways, it's still, it's still so about there. 20 minutes later, I was like, my stomach, I'm so full from those wings. I was like an hour later and I'm like, my stomach, I feels like it's going to explode. Like I'm like, I'm like literally like hurting. It was two hours later. I'm laying on the couch. and I'm in so much pain. I'm like, I think I need to go to the hospital because I actually think I've, I've done something to my stomach that there's this, it's expanded so much that it's hurting. I'm like in there in pain. It took four hours for me to get out of the pain. I laid on the couch for four hours just trying to recover from eating 48 wings and all those, and all those fries and all those vegetables. And I vowed never to eat that much food again and i don't think i ever have it was crazy and my buddy there who was 300 pounds at the time he's like why are you so weak weak (laughs) you know triple d and he'd call me triple w weak weak weak
0: (laughs) (laughs) what what buddy was that was it your buddy tom you fell the sponsored
1: by Pepto Bismol this morning. Pre market <laughs> yeah. prep sponsored by Pepto Bismol. Oh, Abismol. man. I'm about to cry <laughs> on <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> oh, man. Lord. 48 wings
2: and their meaty wings. Hurricanes. Shout out. Awesome wings. Everyone you went should have to had, Pe- Pe- had Pe- to go to, to Sandwich Town. Hurricanes <laughs> is still there at Best Wings. <laughs> okay.
1: All right, all right, guys. Let's go. um, Maybe we got three minutes left. Let's do S Day Slaughter or S Day Lotter, whatever you want to call it today. Q three adjusted EPS coming in here at forty seven cents, missing the fifty one cent estimate. Sales of three point seven five billion, beat the three point seven one billion estimate. They do see fiscal year twenty three sales down ten to twelve percent. Adjusted EPS at three dollars and twenty nine cents to three dollars and thirty nine cents on the high end versus a $4.96 estimate. So big miss there on that adjusted EPS outlook and you guys are seeing it get the slaughter. So mad and the reason
2: here is it was bid up last night. Somebody has bidden like somebody's been at 248 and they wanted the stock and I'm sitting up there like 250 250 I was like 1%, it's like it's not enough, you know. I you know I'll, I'll take something. If somebody gives me enough lead, I'll take it, you know, into the report. And they're bidding up three bucks. And I'm like, it's not enough because that's just over 1% of the $245 stock. It's like, come on up to 250. Come on up a little bit higher. Come on up. And I'll I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll go short a little bit into the report if you give me enough lead. Anyways, think about, man, if I would have that 248, it's 208. Holy cow, that been the trade of the day. But trade of the week, 15% on it. But it was not to be, was not meant to be here, obviously. Um, but just goes to show you, some of these orders, people bidding them up before the they know nothing They know 90% nothing. 90% of the time, they don't know anything. Yeah. 90% of the time. There's money to be made just fading those people. Hmm, boy, so oh, the boy. odd time, though, that insider gets you. I'm sure are, there is an odd time that somebody's got some type of tip or information there, and they're bidding it up <laughs> after hours, and then they, and they burn on that. But most of I the time, was... they don't know much.
0: Well, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, what data she would have been... Out long ago, and you "Oh say, yeah, oh, yeah. Two Although I, but I
2: didn't wake up until like six fifty. <laughs> so where was it at six fifty? Because I would have covered it immediately.
0: <laughs> You're at six fifty. You're
1: such a market. Two twenty three,
2: man. Where was it at six fifty? That's how much I would have made.
1: Two, what? Two twenty six, two twenty three, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. she
0: might have even forgot about it. Uh, <laughs>
1: it, it did I would have
2: forgot
0: a... when I would have logged in. I would have seen a huge winner, and I'd be like. Come to Papa, take those games from the market, takes f- them from me. 204 <laughs> is your pre-market low. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Man oh man, I don't know. <laughs> There's three low. Oh man, that was an exact daily low too. Going back to November, I would just say for today and next couple of days, I'd keep an eye on the 203 to 206 area that encompasses uh, three lows from back from uh, uh, going back in November. If you really want to hold on for a gap fill, go right ahead. That would be at one ninety five sixty three. Um, let's look at Alta. We did have our discussion on this. Alta, yeah. little bit different uh, trade. It's offered down, right? Dennis, offered at yeah, five twenty. Is it offered it, at five? It's offered
2: at five twenty four. So it's offered oh. down six bucks. I thought about hitting. We were talking in the pre. I was like, whenever I should hit the five twenty five. There was a five twenty five bid. I was like, eh, I can't get oh, yeah. six bucks down. Well, it's now offered 524. 523.99 is 50 shares offered on IRCA. Best bid's down at 520. So it's getting hit a little bit. You're elf beauty, though, more direct what oh, people think about.
0: And that's down two point four four percent. Oh, that was now, only down but... a buck and a quarter when we talked about it. I gotta oh, just hit if, those bids, Joe. Hit the bids, dude. They don't lift offers <laughs> when a stock is going down. It's How many bits. times do I have to tell you that? That's what
2: I'm telling you. So you gotta that's, hit and, the bid. There's some, there's it, some I learned it from there. There's definitely some so knowledge there. I learned much from this Joel Alconin guy. He'd smack me on the back of the head in that bright <laughs> office. I'd be like, oh, the stock's got bad news, and I'm sitting on the offer. He's like, Dennis, they don't <laughs> lift offers when you're getting bad news. You hit the bed.
0: <laughs> you hit it again. I didn't smack
2: you. I learned I don't that. Think,
0: uh, there was only one or two Fisticuffs in the office, and that was between the brothers. Oh, yeah, the brothers and- would fight. Yeah, and I did not, I did not, the, the, I never.
2: The, the, the Intel traders. <laughs> the Intel traders. They traded Intel, so much Intel. They were trading Intel. What were they? They were like 3% of the volume of the day on Intel. These. Oh, well, It was
0: Intel and G, but I'm thinking of uh, Dennis and uh, Harvey. Oh,
2: Dennis and Harvey. Oh, yeah, they like to fight, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> brotherly love joel you need to start another There's office Her- Herbie, we'll be there start, oh, Herbie, no, uh-uh. we love you Harvey.
0: no joel no, starting no. the next office no, you guys heard no, that no. out there this is it this is it for me uh okay all
2: right all
1: right Wish- let's get out of that let's go ahead uh let's get to our guest today you guys smash the like you guys have been enjoying the show let us know
0: CC, I hope uh, I hope we didn't scare you coming on the show with all this uh, traitor fighting talk.
3: But no, uh, but Den- Dennis scared me with the wing story.
0: <laughs> Forty. I don't know if I ever recovered. My
2: voice kind of had stomach pain since then. So yeah, I think that night I actually did damage to my stomach. Don't right. eat. Moral of the story: Don't eat forty-eight wings. I'm not Joey Jaws. Long, <laughs> long indigestion. Yeah. yeah a lot of pet you know op- what? You we- know, Joey, jo- those guys, though, after they eat all those hot dogs, they, they throw up afterwards. Yeah, really? I didn't know. Yeah, they do. Well,
0: what a shocker that is. Well, There's...
2: they have to. or They do damage. So I didn't yeah, know that. I should have just went made myself night. sick and I would have felt better. But I had yeah. to be the hero.
0: OK, OK. Let's uh, we yeah. have a very smart guest on here today. And uh, we got to talk about, you know, the Vix. We don't give it enough love. We have our own. You know, inner volatility measures here, but when the fix gets this low, you got to adapt your trading strategies. Talk about what you're seeing out there, Cece.
3: Yeah, it was uh, this past month has been pretty wild. Um, and wild by wild, I mean it was like a straight line, right? In the broader markets, like the S and P, it's exactly where it, it you know today. It's exactly where it was to begin April, and that. Is not if you know you know if you were involved in options markets and especially with my former job, which was a options market maker, those types of situations it can get exacerbated by what just preceded them. So what just preceded that was, if you remember, back in like you know uh, late February, early March was. know the worries that the fed was going to stay more aggressive you know we were talking about all of that and then all of a sudden silicon valley bank happens right and so we get this like you know a a few weeks of pretty intense volatility the vix spikes higher then all of a sudden silicon valley bank gets you know taken over everybody sort of goes back to normal and then the assumption is you know that's gonna that's what we needed for the fed to back off right So then all of a sudden all of those all of those options that were bought during that you know those crazy that crazy month that preceded april all of a sudden that's choking the market right and so you had this kind of weird situation in april where you know as you all were talking earlier you had big tech you know earnings rallies masking you know internal weakness elsewhere in the market right so that was sort of balancing itself off. And then at the same time, you had all of this market loaded with gamma from that fear. And what gamma means is just everybody raced out to buy a bunch of puts and all right. And you had that situation where there was this suddenly this underlying underlying bid in the market. But then at the same time, every time the market tried to rally in April, you know, there were stocks to sell, you know, people had stock to sell. So it became this really, you know, sort of like it, it was an amazing flat line, right. And so the realized actual vol of the market it was like at multi-year lows last month Hmm. now what's interesting is towards the end of april and you never know how this is going to play out but the assumption was all right once you have the big monthly april expiration some of that stuff that's clogging the market um, you know could clear out And the market is still flat over the last, you know, week and a half, but it has been much more volatile intraday and day to day. So we might have just gone through a bit of like a a regime shift in, you know, options kind of becoming like a self-fulfilling prophecy in the market. And, you know, as to what's next, you know, who knows, but like, All I do know is like from a trader's perspective, like even if you're just trading, if you're an equities trader and you're not an options trader, when the VIX is this low, like, you know, multi-year lows, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are at a top, right? Like, I think the last time the VIX was this low was July of 21, right? And the market kind of went a little higher and I don't think it topped out, you know, until a few months later, like into the fall and almost winter. But that that kind of um, upside move from here, it really would kind of be dependent on some down days like we saw yesterday, right? There's there, n- the VIX being this low. You are not going to see. You are not going to miss. Put it that way. You're not going to miss big upside upside moves with the VIX at 16. I mean, today it's higher, but yeah. you know, on Monday. So what you what you can look to when the VIX is this low is if you're out there looking for protection, protection is cheap, right? Mm-hmm. And as we saw yesterday, moves to the downside happen a lot quicker. But unless you get more moves like that to the downside, you will not see this market. You are, It's unlikely that this market just charges to the new highs with you missing out, right? Because it's just going... At best, it would be a slow grind, you know, a couple percent to the upside. What, what makes a market go scream higher is you have days where the market tanks 500 points, the VIX spikes to 25, everybody steps in, they think they, you know, the market starts moving higher, they think they missed out, and they chase stocks. Nobody's chasing stocks when the market's moving a half a percent a day. You know what I mean?
2: Great point all that is a great point just to you know a lesson in volatility a lesson in how much that impacts you know these individual days here too so we did see a slight spike up in the vix yesterday obviously a pretty significant really um started to leak back there towards the end of the day but i mean that's off the regional banks here Um, how are you? Like, maybe we should take it into individual stocks here, too, because everybody wants them. We only have you for a few minutes, so maybe we should. How about long
0: term, Dennis? How about we just ask them overall, like, if you feel like Dennis, you're very under invested here, right? What? If, what if? Like, is this the place where you take a Like the protection's cheap, right? Yeah. So if it, you know, and I've seen this in the mind. I always say when there's big periods of volatility, if the volatility comes down and stays down, that just to me it just means it's okay to go higher. Right. Maybe not scream higher. It won't so right. yeah. So is this a point where because protection's so cheap? And maybe you're underinvested a little bit. You think, yeah, the, you know, Fred's going to relapse, whatever the circumstances are, is this a kind of environment where you want to buy some stocks and then use the cheap protection.
3: Well, that's a really good point. And so the way you all know, like there's like a VIX futures curve, right? And so we always see the VIX on TV and on every website and all, and that's like, what's the spot VIX, let's say, but there's actually, you know, a VIX futures, right? And so the, the futures right now are in really steep contango, right? Meaning front month, like near-term options are really inexpensive. But there's a there's some worry out into like July options mm-hmm. and June options. And you know, you have all this like the debt ceiling. Obviously, you know, what's next? The Fed if the if this is the Fed's last day and then we get a bad CPI next week, right? Like, you know, then what? So there are some like people know that this is probably not sustainable, but it's a really good question, Joel, because it what it means is, you know, I would say it's not a really great environment to for for new longs right now. Like obviously you would rather catch it after an 8% sell-off or something, right? However, to your point, you could go out and you know, maybe some of these more beaten down names, you know, not the Microsofts and all, but like the, you know, as Dennis was talking earlier, some of those IWM stocks look terrible. Yeah. You could, you could maybe take some shots in those and just buy cheap put protection and maybe just, you know, near term and kind of like if you're right, keep rolling it. Right. So what you're doing is you're really sort of backstopping yourself about being wrong in the next two weeks or three weeks or four weeks. And if you were right, then all was good and you paid ne- basically nothing to protect against being wrong. And if you're right, then you can just kind of keep rolling that protection higher as you go farther out. So, yeah, that's a really good point. CC, so, I, I did want to take it to individual stocks with Apple
2: reporting here tomorrow night. And yep. I wanted to maybe you could give us the expected move thoughts going into this report here because obviously the stock has been one of the stocks has just been resilient in 2023 we're talking about a stock you know that has put on you know billions and billions of dollars in market cap here and it's run from 130 to 170
3: this year talk to us about you know what the options market is expecting from apple well, no, it's funny. Is, so I just pulled up the chart and this is, I put it as my name if people want to go. They can go to tools.optionsai.com and you can you know just search for Apple. You get some cool stuff. You get the expected move chart. You get what it did over its it past down. earnings. It, it is really low vol. So the expected move is only 3.4% for this earnings. Wow. Right? Wow. And I'm looking back. You know, Apple's a weird stock, right? So I don't know, like, I'm going to look exactly what happened but i kind of remember a lot of earnings where it didn't move at all right over the past few years so it is somewhat understandable but yeah 3.4 percent and i'm just kind of like and i'm going to like back out the chart um i remember one time it moved and dennis was short to
0: straddle
3: yeah that that was the only and then i never did a straddle rating (laughs) again (laughs) Can I screen share real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to do that I real quick. That I just want to show you kind of how nuts that is.
1: Um, got present. You'll see window or an entire screen at the top tabs. So.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> all right. This is riveting TV as I do that. <laughs> Let's right, do can you, it. Can you all see that?
1: Yeah, we got it.
3: Oh, I, I like mean, it. like, come on. Like, look at this look at this chart. I mean, obviously that's one year and let me just take it in like three months or something. So what you're wow. seeing here, you're, you're basically seeing the expected move of 3.4%, but that's like, I mean, yeah. It's like a normal that, move. Yeah. It seems really cheap. But again, this could be, you know, self-fulfilling in that, you know, it, it might be loaded. You know, people might still be choking on options in Apple. And that could explain the uh, that slow creep you know higher that you've seen in it you know and obviously you had their other peers their huge mega cap peers report you know and but yeah that could explain it is that um it's it might be loaded with options from you know some of the prior fear wow Hmm. boy oh boy let's do one more if you can do them here because
2: we got some we got some reports here tonight too i mean obviously at amd um actually let's take it back to amd so you know can you bring up amd just for fun you know see how well yeah. they did with the expected move i think it's a good exercise i mean the stock is down 7% here did they yeah. keep this within the expected move or was this one that went outside it all right let's see
3: and hopefully all right uh, amd he's and i am right on
1: all right let's get this
3: yeah it's bringing up in AMD. my don't look at my. Uh, can you see my whole browser? No. no okay. <laughs> I'm hide all that. Hide all that bad stuff. Well, no, <laughs> funny is I was about to tell you guys. So I have a um, uh, a bank stress test right after this because I somebody wrote a sixty eight thousand dollars <gasps> fake check in one of my bank accounts. What? And what's crazy is this is Chase, and <gasps> I got the only reason I know is because that that checking account was overdrafted and i got or i saw it like on an email but otherwise nothing i've heard nothing from chase and i oh called them up God. last night and they were you know i got a call center overseas and they're like i'll call back in the morning um but like i don't know like sixty-eight thousand-dollar check and i was like you guys just let that go through um wow so, thanks so amd it's it was, JPM. amd was a yeah so yeah, exactly. Shout out to JP. Shout out Shut to up. Diamond. So how about my stock right a, now? <laughs> a six point two percent expected move, and what's it? What what's it move right now? Oh, it's right there, six point two
2: seven. So they're in there. There you go. So, I mean, here this just goes to show it's so hard to make money buying options, right, CC? So because yeah. I mean, you're in here and you're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a huge move, and then they just hold her in there. Well, this what is are, probably the most underutilized tool too for traders? Because yeah. you know, they're just in there looking at charts or looking at this. These expected moves mean so much because people are positioned from these prices here. And exactly. obviously the options, you know, you know, this is where they start to make money and this is where they're gonna exercise where market
3: makers are. It means so much. Yeah. And it's fun, it's it, well, you just explained it perfectly. So when like an expected move in AMD into earnings, 6.2% that is not a prediction that it's going to move exactly that amount it could move you know 10% it could move 0% however that is how the market is like exactly positioned in amd right and so what that means to you as a trader if you're just trading equities and you think this stock is going to move 15% you might be the only person in the world that thinks that right and that's a way to sort of set your expectations, right? And if you <clears throat> if you were to be right and AMD would have moved 15%, you better really get paid for being that right and being that far against the crowd, right? But from an options trading perspective, what that means is if AMD moves 10%, everybody that bought options, not everybody, you have to get direction right and all, but they were correct that options were underpriced is the best way to look at it. And if amd were to move two percent on earnings everybody that sold options was correct that options were overpriced right and so it's sort of like the it's like the um it's the line in a in a sporting event right and it's like you know will the will the lakers beat the celtics by five you know what i mean and so it's like you know what side of that am i on i need to know that first before i make a bet basically
0: And then if they get too much money going one way, then they take the spread down a half a point, and then they get the money going the other way, and they take it up a half a point, and then it ends up in the middle, and everyone loses, and they keep the big CC Legator. Yeah, CC Legator from Options AI, who was way ahead of AI before it was even a big thing, (laughs) CC Um, you only owe us $67,000 for coming Ugh. on
3: the show this uh,
0: for the last couple of weeks, not 68.
3: Okay, what, what's your bet on my success of this call going well? <sighs> oh, you're gonna get somebody that has no idea of your situation,
2: <laughs> first of all, they're it's JPM, right? They got say, to take you to a manager, and you have to mm. fill in the manager. It's guy. the fortress on the next guy. You'll fight this forever,
0: man. Exactly. Yeah. I'd go right to the manager. Yep,
3: go, to, go right jamie diamond should i go right to him yeah yeah, yeah, and if, yeah if you, you, you got do jamie's cell
2: number money match, get jamie yeah, on get jamie you, on CC. the line here we want yeah, jamie, would, on. So
3: jamie the, diamond would have sixty-eight thousand dollars in his pocket that he could just <laughs> maybe he
2: could just make you whole right there we're all good thank Bow.
0: you get venbo uh yeah. no. okay you all right bitcoin thank you
2: <laughs> yeah. thank have you good cc yeah to see you guys
0: okay all right we always get carried away with these option guys because we don't cover them enough and they give us you know a lot of people he's the best man yeah he's one of the best yeah Yeah, he's one of the best
2: for sure i mean we 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 will say one of the best we have some fantastic options traders that come on this show but cc is one of the best for
0: sure makes it he explains it makes it you know um You know, easy, easy to understand.
2: When you've got the market making experience, this is the difference. And you can always tell, Joel, somebody that came from the floor. You can always tell right away within a minute of the conversation. If I'm having a new conversation with somebody I don't know and they start talking, I was like, you've either been around a lot of floor traders or you've come from the floor. Because, you know, there's just more there's just more understanding of the plumbing. There's no more understanding of how it all works. And, you know, and I didn't come from the floor. I think I just benefited from, you know, the Bright Trading office and everybody was floor traders in there. I think about, you know, you came from the floor and so many other people in that office in 1999 came from the floor and just learning so much from them. And I realized trading, I traded retail for three years before I joined Bright Trading. And I realized when I entered that room, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know anything. You learn so much from the guys who are actually handling flow, handling the orders. That's where you learn the most is floor traders are awesome
0: yeah yeah that we will able to a virtual floor or something we can all scream and, and well i'd have to we'd have to have like 87 moderators but anyways we've <laughs> fallen behind it's time for trade zero segment
1: all right let's get into it we're taking a look right now at the up gap here and net change up of course you see lily at the top yeah. we've already talked about that um we see wing at the top that's already you, done you want there's... you want to know
2: what i want to talk about with lily look at biogen yeah. look at biogen joel
0: <laughs> oh now it's green by it five bucks yeah it, yeah, went, green. it went, green. went green look at that
1: turnaround Woo! Holy. right back that
2: shows you you know what never won Move the sympathy stock more than that, more than the than the, the than the leader. Never move yeah. the sympathy. Write that down. Sympathy stock never, hardly ever moves more than the leader. They were knocking going biogen down more than they were buying Lilly up. I mean, that's a tell right there. And then one is, you know, just you know the strength of the stock. So look, was the stock has the stock been strong? Because if it has been strong, yeah. the courts are like, oh my gosh, you're giving <sighs> me an out, and they're coming in here. So you get those moves, counter moves like that. Sometimes really good too. But I mean, on on news, the sympathy trade usually never moves more than the leader. You good know, you know. would have
0: bought Biogen and sold Lily is what you would have done if you that were have at have your desk. Yeah, that
2: would have where been a nice. Four forty. <laughs> yeah, some big money Mary Yeah, they going to close the gap? Is biogen Lily by the end of the day going to be the same? That <laughs> I don't think
0: that's going to happen. But wow. That would be a fun one to trade. Okay, keep us going, Mitch. Keep us
2: going. Let's
1: go. Let's go to SMCI, Super Micro Computers. They did report today Q3 EPS missing on EPS, missing on sales, but still getting the push up higher here. Um, Mm. Of course, their guidance forward was actually a lot better than expected. So that's what really kind of gave them the lift. The earnings themselves, of course, the EPS missing and sales missing here, but nice little lift towards the 115.
0: Hmm. Has some memory here up in this area. I'm just going to look at this recent high. Now that recent high is 119.24. I don't know if you're going to get there, but what I would keep an eye on is 116.59. Uh, That was your April 20th high. Let me see if we've got there in the pre-market. I don't think we did. You know who, uh, who gave me this stock a long time ago? And I can't remember where it was at, but uh Christian. Christian like this one, Christian Framherz on now, one of the closing Christian, trends. he makes some good calls
2: every once yes. in a while. Yeah. We love Christian. We love. The, you, the Christian. big
1: thing with Christian is that he looks into the industries and looks deeper, finds a stock that you're probably not paying attention to, but yeah. has a really nice trending chart. The guy so does that's one homework. thing that I've noticed really well. Look deeper into the industries and try to find where the, the stocks are really strong. And this one has been really good. I mean, look at the daily chart on it. You scroll back. You can see how it's been just straight up trending. We'll see if this turns
0: around. You know what also? He waits. He He's he, like, he's really, pay- he has a lot of patience. Okay. Does that enough of the up ones? Do we want to go to some disasters or you want to stick with, uh, um, uh,
1: i mean there's a there's a bunch we can talk about right there's yum here um yum is getting a little bit on. of a lift What's there they did report this morning um so yum brands eps a yeah. dollar six missing a dollar 13 estimate sales of 1.64 5 billion beat the 1.62 billion estimate yum brands getting a little bit of a lift and of course we have been seeing this starting to get a nice little push china's been kind of this is you know, Yum China. Yeah, you know, the, the
2: problem is there's two that are reported. Yum uh, China Yum-C. reported last yeah. night and Yum reported this morning. So this one is Yum China, Y-U-M-C, which is up. Yum is going the other way. Mm. So, I mean, if you were, like, taking, you know, lead from Yum China, Yum did not do as well there. So yeah. your KFC and what is it, Pizza Hut, and what else is in Yum? I forget which um, one's so all it's mm-hmm. been off from Pepsi. Who this goes to Pizza Hut
1: anymore?
2: or oh, did they get rid of the Pizza Hut?
0: No, they, still no, like they it. got it. It's got it. pizza. Oh, pizza that's uh, good pizza.
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> I like pizza. Not the best for you. But that's for sure. But uh, we'll keep it moving here, team. Let's go to the down gap. Let's see what we see you. there. KFC
2: and pizza is not good for you. Oh, KFC uh. is like a natural laxative. It's got to yeah. be good for you. You don't have to go on these things. You just go eat KFC and it cleans you right out. I am sure you know. Know. Like, oh, I can't believe you know believe all about that. Taco Bell is the other one. That's a natural laxative. Oh, problem.
0: Taco Hell? Yeah, oh, yeah it's talk- it's all right, we're we leaking. All right, Abadai, it's nine o'clock here, and the SPs are leaking here, Dennis. Uh, we're going back, Riki? looks like we're going, going back to unchanged, Riki? uh, at 3675. We got the Fed, we got a lot of things to look forward to. Uh, fun show, except for that last part about what you're talking about, Dennis. But uh, as always, <laughs> uh, you guys, uh, great job, real uh, man. Yeah, we'll it's talk it's to you real. soon.
1: Always oil, keep it real. Oil, oil, tanky oil. Right oil, 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 man. Oil. Yes. Yes. Is this the time? Dennis, you still you still got Warren Buffett's back. I'll I, tell you right I'm now, I'm about the to go against him again.
2: A little bit oxy, but I want to be buying here down 57 to 58. So right in this fifty-eight area. They were getting to that Warren Buffett. You don't
1: think he's gonna get to the point What's where he's coming. not gonna want to buy it here? What is going on? Like, I mean, everybody
2: who's like rah, rah, this SP is so resilient. But I mean, now you got oil breaking down. Like, look at how many things. Look at the case: gold, silver going up, Bitcoin going up, the bonds were strengthened, TLT was going up, government bonds, risk-free. You got the banks going down. You got oil going down. You got like a lot of these cyclical stocks going down. Does this not spell recession? Does not all these things spell many? Mitch, but the S and P says, "Hell no, we won't go." (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what's going to break.
1: What's going to break? Right. Is it going to be that we just completely lift the wall of the worry from the regional banks, or do we come back into concern with that? That's what I think is the only thing that could really turn us around. And, of course, right now it's seeming like, you know, we're going to get to 25 basis points later today, right? I don't think that's going to make too much change in the market. I think the market has pretty much already priced that in probably here at the top. Now the only question is, will we turn around here? And that's what I'm watching the big boys Apple's going to be the determining factor. Oh yeah, I think sure. if if Apple breaks down and all of a sudden gives us a bad report, yeah, we can easily start seeing some profit taking in this market. We'll see what happens today. Keep your watch on Apple. Yeah, oil continuing to break down. XOM, I saw it uh, completely fill the gap yesterday. Now actually going lower through that gap. Yesterday's low being 109.29. We're at 108.35. So am going to keep watch on names like this that haven't really broken down we're near kind of the top of the range. XOM being really closer to that top of the range. But look at this Chevron chart. This doesn't look good.
2: No, like, but you come back into that 150. You come into the buy zone here too. So you're like 157. Natural I mean, bounce I, area is I'll
1: take a Joel Joel comment. Support support until it ain't. Oh, yeah. Because it, it has been support, but first I mean, time at some down point, there though,
2: money, Mitch. You think it's going 170, 150, 130? The only way it's doing that is if we get a dozen bank failures and and um, we have said we this be before careful. the reason that oil sold off yesterday don't think about all this other crap that media is talking about the reason oil sold off yesterday was the regional banks the banks yeah. oil stocks have a hell of a lot of debt if credit gets tighter if credit gets tighter that is not good for any companies that are carrying that kind of debt load and that is the main reason why i've said this before that when the regional banks, normal markets, oil and banks have nothing to do with each other. When banks are failing, it's companies with a lot of debt have problems. So just keep that in mind. One of the main reasons that oil sold off yesterday was the regional banking crisis that we had going on. And that is far from over. Keep an eye on PACW. It will be your driver all day here today. It's been up. It's been down in the pre-market. They can't decide what they want to do with it. It's leaking here again. I do believe that PACW may be a zero. It might be the next one to go. We said this about FRC. We were correct. We even said it, you know, so I think PACW could go that same way. I hope it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I hope it all turns around. I hope you know that, you know, the S&P is right. And this is just a great buying opportunity for all these stocks. But my spiny senses are telling me there's more bank failures ahead. The market is telling me there's more bank failures ahead. The market is telling me that there's trouble ahead and oil is not going to do well if we're getting more bank failures. So I do think I love this 150 Chevron area, but you got to be careful. We start getting bank failures. It could get ugly.
1: There's a lot of banks here with concerns, right? I mean, you could just roll through them. I'm have the KRE yep. here for the change. You see HBNC, BMRC. Look at these charts, guys. It just they all look, look, look the same. Good. They
2: all look just like they're making leaked. new lows and they're not looking pretty at all here. I mean, there's some yeah. that have held up. There's some that are holding up better. And the and the mega, you know, obviously JP Morgan's the world, the cities, you know, even though they were starting but, to get look, hit yesterday. I mean, that, look at
1: Bank of America. That's that so good. That never went great. really great. Up, I mean, it went to Not like much. 30, but that's about it. I Not mean, much. you got what two dollars of lift in Bank of America when this seemed like it was going away, and now you're right back to 2764. That's an, a very important area for me. I'm going to be watching to see if Bank of America goes lower through that. It's and if Bank Sparing of America it. makes its way to like 20, are we going to be more concerned even about a global bank? That's where I think we got to start being uh, focusing on what happens. And then also, we haven't heard anything else out of Europe in a little while, right? So like DB, it's just hanging up here at the top. Are we going to start seeing that take a hit there? Things like this, keeping it on watch team. We'll see what happens in the bank situation. That's definitely one of the major focus if we're going to see a market turnaround or not. We'll definitely keep watch. Dennis Dick, triple D trader. You guys keep up with everything he does. We'll see you next time, my friend. Have a good one, Dennis. All right. Now to bring you guys over to live trading and we've been doing really well, been battling and also started the small account challenge. So if you guys want to check out, of course, live trading, Zunaid and I will be on there. Lord Ryan is traveling to, of course, the office right now. So you guys smash a like. Come on over to live trading. and Let's see what we get into today.